Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's time for Fibber McGee and Molly. Sundays through Thursdays, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Len Levinson and directed by Max Hutto. We'll hear today's story in a moment, but right now Molly has something on her mind. Reading the papers these days sure gives me the willies, McGee. Look at these headlines. Hospitals handling more patients than ever. Accident rate equals 1952 high. Common colds... Sure does make a man stop and think. You know, maybe that's why a lot of folks are buying prudential sickness and accident plans these days. Mm -hmm. Just to make sure there will always be everyday living money coming in when they're laid up. And especially when you consider all that prudential sickness and accident plans can do for a family. Yeah. If you qualify, they can pay you a regular tax-free income while you're sick or injured and unable to work at your job. Or they can help pay your hospital and surgical expenses. They'll even do both if you set it up that way. Well, that's an advantage. Sure is. But most important of all, the Prudential Income Protection Plan covers you for just about every kind of accident and every type of sickness or disease. So, friends, call your Prudential agent tomorrow about these wonderful plans provided by the company with the strength of Gibraltar. They won't make sickness and accident a pleasure, but they sure can take a lot of the worry out of it. Mrs. Molly McGee of 79 Wistful Vista has an important appointment downtown this morning. She's upstairs getting dressed right now, and downstairs her husband is saying... That's right, Ducky. They tapped her for jury duty. Well, good for her. Should be an interesting experience for us. Yeah, she's real tickled to death about it. Molly always has wanted to serve on a jury anyhow. She's never done it before. Should be an interesting experience. Matter of fact, I tried to get her on a jury a couple of years ago. They had a guy up in court charged with hitting the cop over the head with a bartender. <laughs> I suggested Molly for the jury, but... She flunked out some of the questions. Flunked the questions? Yeah. They asked her if she knew the defendant, and that was Uncle Dennis, and that was all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the courts are sort of funny that way. <laughs> well, this will be her first time in the jury box, and I'm going to brief her on things. You know, tell her what to expect and what to do, you know. Look, my boy, do the kid a big favor and tell her nothing. She'll be a much happier girl without a lot of wrong advice from you to foul her up. What do you mean, tell her nothing? Look, there's a couple of pretty big cases coming up in court today, and she might be on one of them. Sure. You think I'm going to let my wife walk into one of them trials ignorant? Not knowing a thing about whether the guy is guilty or not? Don't be ridiculous. Look, Blunderhead, a juror is not supposed to know anything about a case in advance. That's what the court... Well, is. if them judges want a jury box full of ignorant jurors, that's their business, but not my wife. I keep my wife well informed on everything. Oh, brother. You betcha. I read all about a couple of big cases in the paper this morning, and I'm going to bring her right up to date before she leaves here. But, McGee, don't you see that she's supposed... Honestly, Doctor, do you think I'd let my wife sit down in that jury box and have to depend on two loud lawyers to make up her mind for her? Especially two lawyers that probably can't even agree themselves whether the guy's guilty or not? That's the silliest attitude I ever well, heard. Well, dearie, I'm ready to... Oh, hello, Dr. Gamble. I wondered who McGee was talking to. Just a little legal discussion, my dear. Hey, you look pretty. <laughs> Thank you, Your Honor. Did McGee tell you I'm finally going to serve on a jury, Doctor? Sure. Hope you enjoy it. I'm looking forward to it. 
I've been called a couple of times before, but we're always either out of town or sick or something. You got a few minutes now before you have to leave, kiddo, so I'll sort of give you an idea of what to expect. Oh, I'll be all right. Now, I don't know what case they'll put you on down there, but I've been reading the papers carefully, and I want to brief you on a couple of crooks that I read about in case you get them. Oh, McGee, I don't think you should discuss it's this. It's okay. You've got plenty of time. I know, but we shouldn't... Now, if you get the case of that tax collector... Oh, no, don't do the that. The one that absconded with that waitress from the cafeteria and 80,000 bucks that they just brought him back from Mexico, throw the book at that bum. McGee, for goodness sakes, I want to serve on a jury today. Now, you'll get me thrown off before I start. Well, I'm just trying Please, to... don't help me. Okay. I just thought some instructions might help you to... Well, thank you very much, sweetheart, but I'll give you some instructions. Okay. Now, listen, the laundry man is due today... And the laundry's right there in the front hall. Okay, I see it. What about my lunch? A typical McGee question. There's meat in the refrigerator and some potato salad. And now if Mrs. Morley calls about my dress, tell her I'll phone her tonight about a fitting. Okay. Is there any canned chili? In the cupboard. With beans? Yes. And your blue suit is on the back porch for the cleaner to pick up. Now I've got to run or I'll be late. Okay, kiddo. Happy jury duty. Good luck, Molly. Bye. Well, there she goes, Doc. Off to do her civic duty, like a good citizen. Backbone of the nation, our women folk. You betcha. I'm proud of her, Doc. You know, there's something I wish I'd have said to her before she left. What's that? Molly, I wish I'd have said, where's the can opener? Oh. Because I never can find the dead rat at can opener, and I'll starve to death if I can't open a can. <laughs> Back to Wistful Vista in a minute. When you look ahead to retirement, what do you see? A rocking chair or a road map? For most folks, retirement isn't what it used to be. Rocking chairs have been replaced. Today, folks look ahead to that long postponed trip, that cabin in the country. And what about you? Are you planning today so your plans will materialize later on? Buying United States savings bonds on the payroll savings plan is a way of saving especially geared to such long-range programs. You can save good-sized amounts for the future without cutting corners today. With payroll savings, your employer sets money aside for you before every payday. That way, you never miss it. Yet payday after payday and year after year, your collection of savings bonds grows. When you're ready to retire, your bonds pay back $4 for every three you put in even more if you've held them beyond maturity. Look ahead to your future with United States Savings Bonds. Join the payroll savings plan today. Yep, that's what she's doing, Wimp. Jury duty. Oh, good for her. I feel it's one's duty, you know, to make sacrifices for one's community. So when the thing come up, I says, go ahead, I says. I'll make the sacrifice, I says. I'll fix my own lunch and look after the house, I says. Oh, you're a real Spartan, Mr. McGee. Yeah. Now, hand me the phone again, will you? I'll try that call again. All righty. Here you are. Thanks. Hello, operator. Give me the county courthouse. Jury commissioner's office. Hello, jury commissioner's office? You found out where Mrs. Molly McGee's been assigned to jury duty yet? It can't be a secret, bud. I'm her husband, and she don't have secrets for me. Huh? Because I want to know where to come and pick her up. When it's time to come and pick her up, that's why I want to know. Oh, Judge Pickerel's court, huh? Well, thanks, and goodbye. Well, congratulations, Mr. McGee. 
persistence does pay after all. Don't take me more than five phone calls to find out. Now to call Pickerel's court. Uh, but why do you have to phone Mrs. McGee? I can't find the can opener anywhere. And without the can opener, I can't get started on anything. The cans for lunch, unscrewing and adjusting the flame regulator on the stove, and smoking, and prying the ice cubes out. Smoking? Well, I'm out of cigars, and I'm out of change, and the can opener works the combination on the piggy bank. So I can get the change I need to get the cigars. Hello, operator. Give me Judge Pickerel's courtroom in the courthouse. It's urgent, so... Drat them officious court officials. That must be the seventh time they give me the brush off. Well, after all, Mr. McGee, they do have a trial they're trying to conduct. The way them guys act, you'd think I was trying to interfere or something. My gosh, all I want them to do is call Molly out of the jury for a minute and ask her where she hid the can opener. It does seem a simple request. Certainly. Hey, here, Wimp, you try it. They don't know your voice. You know, just ask for Judge Pickerel and tell him you want to talk to Mrs. Juror McGee. Go ahead. Well... I'll try. Although when I talk to a judge, my voice always breaks. And I Simply no use, Mr. McGee. The judge himself threatened me with contempt of court if he ever traced the call. Well, I ain't licked yet. I'll think of something. Let's see who this is. Oh, hi, sis. Trot right in. Hi, Mr. McGee. Mr. Wimple. Hello, Teeny. Oh, come on in. Make yourself at home. Gee whiz, if I want to make myself at home, I'd be there. I want to make myself un at home. That's why I came over here. <laughs> Say, I got an idea. Teeny, I want you to call up Wistful Vista 2311 on the phone and ask for Judge Pickrell's courtroom. And when you get the courtroom, you say, I want to talk to my mama, Mrs. McGee. Okay? Well... Okay, hand me the phone. Uh, here you are, Teeny. Wistful Vista 2311. Ask for Judge Pickerel. And when you get Judge Pickerel, you say, I want to talk to my mama, Mrs. McGee. Okay, and then I... Hello? Judge Pickerel? Lady said for me to wait. Hello, is this Judge Pick? Oh, it is? Well, Mr. McGee says I want to talk to my mama, Mrs. McGee, and gee, Judge, I didn't know his mama was down no, there. No, hey, that's not the... No, no, Teeny. What's she down there for, Judge? Oh. Is she in trouble? What kind of trouble? Hmm? Oh. Oh, he hung up. Oh, for the... That Teeny. that's not what I... But... The whole thing sounds awful silly to me, mister. I tried, but gee... Oh, hi, Miss McGee. Goodbye now. Molly! Hello, Teeny. Bye. Well, gee whiz, kiddo. Uh, how'd you get home so early? Oh, I guess I'm just not destined to ever serve on a jury. Huh? Darn it. I wanted to so badly, but I'm going to give up. Uh, what happened, Mrs. McGee? They dismissed us. Right in the middle of a case. Sent us home. Sent you home? Why? Well, they wouldn't tell us. Very mysterious. But we all got the feeling that somebody was trying to tamper with the jury. No kidding. Jury tampering, huh? Boy, that's a felony. Well, they didn't say so for sure, but the judge made a couple of veiled hints about someone attempting to contact a certain juror and dismissed us. Such an interesting case, too. Assault and battery. Man was accused of hitting his wife because she wouldn't stop telephoning him at work while he was busy. 
Hmm. Telephoning? Oh, I'll bet I know why. Yeah, well, I'm sorry you have to rush off, Wimp. Uh, I'll take you to the door, boy. Well, I'm not going. I'm glad you're home, Molly, because where's the can opener? I'm starving, and without the can opener... Well, goodbye, Wally. Fibber and Molly will be right back. Tuesday night is your night to hear another of the great hour-long radio adaptations of one of Hollywood's smash film successes. Glamorous stars and glittering personalities give top performances on Lux Radio Theater, heard over NBC. Each week, star and story combine to give you a memorable hour of radio listening. Make a date to hear Lux Radio Theater Tuesdays on NBC. And for another high in radio entertainment... NBC brings you Jack Webb in Dragnet. Long a listening favorite, Dragnet continues to bring you radio realism at its exciting best. Be sure to hear Jack Webb as Joe Friday on Dragnet, Tuesdays on NBC. All cases are taken from the files of the Los Angeles Police Department. And for added listening enjoyment, you'll find that whimsical MC Art link letter proving once again that people are funny. So listen to NBC Tuesdays for Lux Radio Theater, Dragnet, and People Are Funny. Darn it. I wish I could figure out who was trying to tamper with that jury and why. That's the darndest thing. Oh, I wouldn't worry about it if I were you. I guess you're right. You both of us worried about it. She finds out <laughs> What'd you say? I said good night. Oh, good night, all. Fibber McGee and Molly is an NBC Radio Network production transcribed with Bill Thompson as Mr. Wimple and Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble. This is John Wald inviting you to join us again tomorrow night on Fibber McGee and Molly. Laugh with Rockmorton P. Gildersleeve, the great Gildersleeve, that is, tonight on the NBC Radio Network.